The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to the Owl House podcast. If you're enjoying this series of reactions, please follow or subscribe to the podcast. And please leave a review for it on whichever audio site you're using. If you want to watch new podcast episodes extra early, check out my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid. Thank you. Tipsy goes last. <laughs> okay, Owl House episode six. Who's first? I'm first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that one. <laughs> it was not like, you know, much going on in the sense that like other episodes had big battles and, and a lot of character stuff like that. But I think it was just a really cute, like mini-sode showing the characters doing stuff in the world i feel like king was kind of the highlight i feel like i don't know if he got more attention than he ever did before but he like was more well written than how he ever was before and he was both really funny and actually had like strong personality yeah he did have a lot of the punchlines in this episode and uh i don't know the whole time all i could think about was the invader zem episode that almost has the same plot nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah for me uh I enjoyed it. I think it was the weakest so far, personally. I don't know. It, it was an enjoyable episode. Like I like to just see characters hanging out, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of cute moments. It did that thing that I hate, which I talked before, where they were like on a cliff, and then Willow just was like, Amity and I used to be friends. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, like at least Gus said, like, is this the best time? Like There was a little bit of self-awareness <laughs> there, but like another like instance of we want to get this little like story quip in here, so we're just going to do it. It's like, it's that, that, that bugs me. They're literally like hanging off a cliff about to die, and she's not trying to do anything. She's just like, I'm going to talk about my backstory now. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and... That also bugs me. It's kind of funny, but, like, how, like, one-dimensional Amity's friends are, it's just, like, kind of annoying. It's just, like, <laughs> they're just, you know, clearly uh, very very much so bully archetypes, which is, like, I don't know. But to be fair to Willow, in that moment, she didn't believe she could do anything. All the bullying had gotten, you know, from all those years had gotten into her head, and she thought she, like, couldn't do magic well, even though she actually can. Oh, Aww. yeah. Oh, no. It's like, she thought they were about to die, so she was like, well, here's one last secret before I die. I think what Chan is trying to say is that they deliberately made a dramatic moment and then made an emotional scene during a dramatic moment, and it was really cheesy. At least show her struggle a bit and try to save him before just giving up and being like, Amity, I used to be friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the um, only thing I find odd in that scene is just like, they're witches and they've been training their whole lives. I have a feeling like she should have some instinct to... Uh, to save them to to control the plants and save them like oh, she's not struggling you're right yeah and it's like clearly the what they were going for in the episode is that you know after what the bully said willow was really really sad like i can't do anything so she just sort of gave up and didn't want to do anything but it, it didn't, mm. didn't feel too organic to me like when they were like in the house and willow was suddenly like i'm not good enough for anything and loser's like willow it's just like where did that come from? <laughs> like, again, I get it. It's supposed to be like, oh, she got bullied and she's sad about it. 
but it's mm-hmm. like I don't know. It didn't feel natural to me. I think Hootie is hilarious. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, <laughs> I yeah, think he's yeah. hilarious. He's great. Yeah. All, all the jokes, just like everybody's completely ignoring him all the time. Yeah. Yes, it's good. I think it was a solid fluff episode. Like, uh, like it, it's good to have these chill episodes where, um. You know exactly how it's gonna go, but the pacing still feels right. I, I I think I like the pacing in this episode, and you guys have mentioned it a lot, but I have never mentioned it before. That like I really like the comedy in this episode. The writing is good. The punchlines and jokes are good. The character like um, archetypes bouncing off of each other, they're good. Especially um, what's the name? What's the name? Oh my god, King. King. That's <laughs> yeah. the name. Nick said King was the uh, uh, strongest um, this episode. I agree. It's He's very funny this episode. It's interesting you mentioned the pacing, because I think the pacing was a little wonky, personally. Yeah, I liked it. I liked, I liked, like, certain parts of the pacing, but just, like, walking house, then suddenly taken over by demon hunters, then suddenly walking... Like, it, a lot happened at it once by the end It was a lot. There. I was thinking yeah. about that. Because, like, I, I sort of remembered that Ida had a thing where she had to get a potion from Tibble's Grimhammer, and I remembered the thing where there was a locking house, and I remember Demon Hunters, but I was like, wow, was that all in one episode? Yeah, and then and you could tell they were trying to fit it all in, because they didn't even have a scene where they got captured by the Demon Hunters, it was just like a cutaway, mm. right? I actually, um, the reason why I think the pacing is okay, because they foreshadowed it, foreshadowed it enough um, in the start of the episode, that's why I didn't think it was too out of place. How about you, Tulip? No, I thought this one was good. I definitely don't think, like Chan said, it's the weakest so far. I still think the first couple episodes were the weakest so far. Yeah, like, it, it's cool. It was cool how there was the whole episode about Ida's curse, and, and and then in this one it's just kind of casually, like, a thing that they all know about. Also, you know, interesting how the true horror of Ida's curse is that the only way she can stop it is by, like, paying money for it like capitalism she, she, she's trapped by capitalism exactly oh no it's cool to know when she's in that half transformed state that she can't do magic anymore like while mm-hmm. she still has her mind that's interesting like it, it's nice that she's not op um that she does have weaknesses like that i will mention this tulip i don't know why i said that was the weakest so far because i agree it definitely wasn't but <laughs> it was one of the weakest in my opinion i should have said one of the weakest but you know we only have six to go off was that all, or do you want to add any other thoughts? Um, that was pretty much all. We hadn't really talked about Ida's subplot yet, so I wanted to focus on that. Yeah. Mm. The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then, taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right. Tipsy, your time to shine. Finally. Right, okay. So, uh, (laughs) I I couldn't pay attention to any of this episode. It felt like I'd I'd be laughing at a funny joke that happened because there were a lot of funny one-liners in the episode. I agree with you there. Um, but then the next scene would be happening and I'd have no idea what was going on. So I'll just focus on the parts that I did understand. Um, I thought the plot with Ida and King was funny, but it was very short and that should have been the entire episode. Um, I thought the episode did a terrible job, absolutely awful job. Uh, trying to make me like August and Willow, is that right? August and Willow, yeah. 
I thought it didn't really give them any personalities. They, they were just making stupid decisions um, because that's what the episode wanted them to do. Um, I said at the start of... What is that oh, no. noise? <laughs> vroom, vroom. What is that noise? Vroom, vroom, um, okay, vroom. so... I said at the start of the episode, it sort of feels like Our House is trying to fit as many cliches into its first two episodes as possible. And I let that slide um, on the previous episodes because I felt it didn't quite well. But on this one, not only do you have them getting in trouble with a slumber party they shouldn't be having because Luce wouldn't speak out about it, you also have them trying to show up the popular girls. That scene at the end really annoyed me with the Instagram. Um, it's like, oh, we can't do magic properly because we have superficial friendships and we only care about Instagram and pranking people's houses. And whereas, oh, the three main characters have super powerful magic, I thought that was really, um, how do I put this? That was really immature. It felt really petty. I think the reason why I don't like that is because, like, like, while the three main kids do have, like, a chemistry, like, they like each other, I don't think their friendship is that deep yet to have that sort of bond. Exactly. So it just seemed like, or it wasn't saying that all the episode proved was, oh, those people can't do magic because they're superficial girls who don't like other people and they're bitchy girls, mm-hmm. for example. And I thought that was incredibly immature, um, which is mm-hmm. a shame because they did a great job with Am- Am- Amity. Amity, yeah. Amity, a few episodes ago, so I hated it. So I'm going to give this episode my lowest rating yet. What is it? Start the rating. Four. Bruh. Wow. <laughs> well, to be fair, like, Amity actually wasn't really in this very much at all. Like, it was really her mm. friends who are much more shallow than she is as characters. I really love animes and cartoons that give personalities to, at first, like, they look like shallow bullies, but then as, um, like, the seasons go on, they'll give them, like, some other personality than just being mean. I don't think this cartoon is gonna be one of them. That that would be lovely, but... But, like, um, anime like uh, Little Witch Academia, the um, antagonist bullies have personality by, like, a later, uh, I think season two or late season one, and it's quick, it's good. Because it's nice to see that, like, that bullies are still people and that they have other interests. That's the annoying part is, like, they might give them personality, but, like, these first episodes make any personality they give them later just feel weird. Because they're like, Mm. we're gonna set them up as such generic, like, heartless whatever that, like, if they ever, like, get personality later, we're gonna be like, well, why the heck did they act like that earlier? (laughs) Have you you guys seen OKKO? No. Yeah? Not much. Yes, have not finished it. Okay, well, there's some um, characters in OKKO who spend, like, one of their introductory episodes buddying KO, but then mm-hmm. in future episodes, you really learn a lot more about them, and I thought that was quite fun. This just seems to have planted bitchy girls that are going to be discarded by Amity once she becomes friends with the cool gang later on, I'm assuming. Well, that's what I mean. It's like Amity is supposed to be like a bully too, but it's like they know how to write a bully just for her and then everyone else know. Like, it's weird. Everyone else is like generic, yeah. Because she's like mean, but like you see her intentions and you see that she has personality and she regrets it sometimes and all this stuff. It's just kind of weird. I give that one a six. I'm going to say six. Uh, Also, I wanted to say something that bugged me a little bit is how, like, especially in a cartoon like this, which definitely has continuity, like the whole owl curse thing is totally a follow-up to the other episode where it was introduced. 
But in this one, Ida is like completely obsessed with this card game that's never even been mentioned or seen ever. Yeah, what yeah. the heck is yeah. that? Okay, yeah, that part of the episode was strange. I completely forgot about that. It was such a. And then like they referenced it once. She's like, "Don't forget about the wild card." And at the end, she's like, "You forgot about the wild card." I'm like, "Are we supposed to be like ha ha ha?" <laughs> I, just... I think that's like the only part in the episode I like. I will not forgive because oh, that was so awkward. You're right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Imagine if they did a card wars and focused entirely on Ida's plot, trying to get mm-hmm. some medicine, and then she's just playing card wars with these people, gambling away everything. That would be a more fun episode, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. That was so weird. <laughs> uh-huh. Good, good, good job, good yeah. job. So as for my rating, I don't know, I liked it. I was going to give it an 8, but you've convinced me to lower it to a 7, I still think it was pretty okay. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel that. I was going to give it a 6.5. What did I say, 6? So. Yeah, you said six. Uh, for me, it, um, watching the episode, I knew I was going to give it a seven. I'll still give it a seven. If I could, it's definitely a 6.5, but it's no, a seven for me. No, we said you can, right? Oh. oh. Didn't, we, we... didn't we agree on decimals? Sure. Are we doing decimals? Well, no more. All right. no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 6.5. 6.5. And I say mine was going to be seven, but then I heard you guys talking, and now I'm like, eh, you're all right. And now I'm, kinda, I'm just kind of <laughs> comparing it. I gave the past episode a six. I think I definitely liked this episode better overall. What was the past episode again? Remind me. It was the convention one. Oh, oh. I love that episode. But yeah, I... I wasn't there for when you rated that. I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they, I found the episode like extremely boring aside from like the fight and Amity's ending. That's that's what that came down to. I live for the hype. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel I, I'll I'll give this episode a five. Tulip, what did you did you wait? You said Tulip said seven. Seven, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Honestly, that was longer than usual, so maybe it was good to have a rant episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping recording. Okay, me okay. too. Okay, cheers, bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming very soon. If you're enjoying this series, please leave a review for it. We'd love to know what you think. Check this episode's description to find where you can follow my friends and I. Consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I do video reviews of cartoons, and I upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day.